Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we talk about all genres of rock and alternatives. So sit back, relax, have a drink, and enjoy the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hi, welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Today we have a usual suspect today, Nate Atchison. Say hi, Nate. Hey, how's everybody doing? Thanks for having me back. I'm sorry I bailed on you for so long, man, but... You know, Christmas time was coming up. I was taking some vacation time, and I just, I just wanted to relax a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's fine, man. Christmas and holidays, man. You need a vacation, especially the hours you work. <laughs> well, I, I don't work a lot of hours. I just put all my hours in in three and a half days. <laughs> that's freaking awesome. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I've always wanted a four-day work week, ten-hour days, and go and have three days off. <laughs> It's not bad. Uh, mine is, uh, well, I work 12 and a half hour days because uh, I'm the supervisor for my shift. So um, I have to be there at 5.30. I leave at 6. Um, on Wednesdays, I've got to be there at 11.30 to 6, you know, because we work a half day. So it's a half day schedule that day. But uh, most of the time, if Saturdays are going well, I hit 40 hours at 3.30. So if everything's going well at the plant, I can leave my assistant foreman in charge and bounce the hell out of there for the weekend. Cool. I said, well, today we're going to do, we're going to go off the beaten path. We're going to go to one of the, I don't like to call them hip-hop, with the MC, rap rock or whatever they are, the Beastie Boys. They're, they say it's their debut album, but they had an album out before that called Polywog Stew in 1982. So yeah, yeah. This I was, didn't even know about that when I found that out doing my research. Yeah, so this is their, their big debut album on Columbia Records. And did you know what the original title was supposed to be? Yeah, I, I, uh, I see they made him change that. Don't be a faggot. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe for 86 that's okay, but um, it, definitely not for this day and age. I, I can see why even back then the, uh, the Columbia Records kind of had the uh, foresight to say, look, even now that's a little homophobic. We can't do that. So um, they got our Russell Simmons about that a little, a little bit, and... Um, you know, he was a uh, he was a manager and a head of Def Jam Recordings, and uh, they made him choose another name. Now we have to say that uh, Adam Horowitz uh, has since apologized for that title that never came out. Yeah, and nothing like apologizing for shit you didn't do yet. Yeah, and then on the album cover, oh, we're talking about License to Ill since you guys since we didn't say that License to Ill from 1986, their first debut album, and. Uh, you know the tail number on the album cover said three M T A three. Did you know what that meant? Yeah, it spells eat me if you view it in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay if you if you open the record actually up, to, you know, because it was a gatefold album. Uh, you could uh, it looked like a joint. That's the funny part. Yeah, it's a plane crashing into the side of a mountain, but it kind of kind of looked like a freaking joint. Yep, <laughs> that was awesome, man. Well, let's. Uh, so how did you get into this this uh, band or group or MCs, Nate? Well, you know, as I was researching this to uh, to do this with you, I realized I got it to them kind of late. Um, the album came out what in '86. Yeah, and um, I didn't even know who the hell they were. I didn't hear them until you got to fight for your right to party, and that that broke out February of '87, uh, and that song I. I had no knowledge of a of any uh, New York style rap other than maybe a uh, Public Enemy, and uh, these guys had like 
electric guitars, cool riffs. I was like, holy shit, you know? And of course, like every other white metal head in America, I went out and bought it. was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but after repeated listens, you know, at that age, it, it was undeniable the effect they had on my childhood and um, really on the music world in general. Yeah, I was researching it too, and I go, what? I didn't hear Fight for Right till 1987. And I go, dang, I got in this album late because I didn't hear the first single was Hold It Now, Hit It, Paul Revere, no number two in 86, and the new style, and then Brass Monkey. Brass Monkey, I heard after Fight for Your Right because I bought the seat. That was the. This is actually one of the first two CDs I bought. I bought Dawkins, Breaking the Chains, and Beastie Boys, License to Ill. My first two CDs ever. Nice, nice. I don't remember my second CD I, I ever bought uh, with my own cash. I do, however, remember my first, and that was uh, Def Leppard Hysteria. Yeah, man, I love that CD. A lot of people hate it. <laughs> Go, going back, I'm not a fan of a lot of it. There's only a couple songs that I really, really like, but uh, you know that that was 1987. I was a kid, so. Well, I'm not a kid anymore, and I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you, you know, nobody's perfect. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Says the person who bought a Don Johnson album. <laughs> I know. Heartbeat. That's a great album. I don't care. <laughs> I used to love that video. I, I don't know anything else off of that record, but I can't wait till it gets here. I want to see if it's total shit and Heartbeat's the only decent song because they only released one single. Or, or maybe it'd be one of those pop albums. You're like, damn, I don't know why he didn't do more. Oh, you know he couldn't sing live, man. That was just studio uh, fixing that guy's voice, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was no auto-tune back then, but they were definitely working those dials. Yeah, and... Uh, it's funny because a lot of 80s like action television stars made records. You got what Eddie Murphy, uh, Don Johnson, Philip Michael Thomas, Tubbs of Miami Vice, and then Bruce Willis. It's like I know I know you were messing about that. Like Bruce Willis, did he put an album out? I had to go look at it. I was like, oh boy, he did. But you know what? That's not the first time that an actor decided I want to make an album. Christ. Uh, Letter D Boy and freaking William Shatner did it well before they did. And have you heard Bill Shatner's Rocket Man? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm a Rocket Man. <laughs> How about Letter D Boy? Letter D Boy's If I Had a Hammer. <laughs> oh, what about his What about his Hobbit song? Good Lord. <laughs> well, William Shatner has made a new newer album, and it was pretty good. He had a lot of good musicians on it. That's up. just scary, because after I'm done with this, I'm going to be YouTubing that shit. <laughs> it's, 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 it's good, man. <laughs> I refuse to believe that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, let me look it up real quick. I know I have it in my iTunes for some reason. That's hilarious. William. Absolutely hilarious. So you get that picture I sent you of uh, that Prince Purple Rain? Yeah, that's badass, man. Hell yeah, man. It came with the original poster inside, the original sleeve work. Awesome. Awesome. That was actually a uh, top shelf vinyl. Yeah, so uh, William Shatner, it's labeled under comedy. It's called Has Been. It was out in 2004. And he had a song called Common People, the first song on there. And the track number nine, what, you're calling me a has been? <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Check it yeah. out. 2004, William Shatner has been. He doesn't take himself right. so serious at all. It's hilarious. Yeah, I have a bad Prince was badass, man. I'm glad I showed you that. 
Yeah, right. That's I was going to buy it, but I was already into debt with those guys. <laughs> I didn't want to buy any more. <laughs> nice. I was going, you jerks, put this up after I already paid you. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. I'm, and I'm looking at another 100 bucks to, uh, I don't know if it's needle or if it's vinyl, but one of those two. Yeah, me too. I got three guys I owe like $40 each. I'm like, dang it. But fuck, they put up Double Vision by Foreigner. I had to snap that shit up. <laughs> nice. That's not a bad album at all. Oh, hell yeah. Here, I, let, me, let me see. I Because, uh, uh, what was it? Todd Allred. That's Vinyl Seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he sent me what I had bought. So I've got Priest, Loudness, Dio, Creator, Accept, and Raven. Dang. Yeah, I saw you oh, picked oh. up that Raven the other night. Like yeah, I snaked it. So yeah, that's ninety bucks right there. Yeah, we're talking about uh, groups on Facebook that you could buy used vinyl at a very good price, good shipping prices. What is it? Vinyl Seconds, Needle in the Groove, and Wicked Sweet Vinyl, right? Wicked Sweet a- Vinyl and Top Shelf Vinyl is a good one as well. These are all groups that uh, it's it's not shit vinyl. I mean, when you say secondhand or used vinyl, we we really want to specify that uh, they they post several pictures of the album. The actual vinyl itself, both sides, you know, the inner sleeves, you know, the outer jackets. They let you know what the condition of the album is. You know, and you'll pay anywhere from six bucks for a record to I've dropped fifty on a record. I got that Trickster debut album and that, that one cost me fifty bones, but Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's a hard to find vinyl. It's got such a good cover. You know, it's kinda comic booky. It's got the Joker on there. It's it's badass. These are great groups to uh Facebook groups to get involved with. Everything's done through PayPal. You know, as soon as it's shipped, they give you your tracking numbers. You start tracking the damn thing. It's it. it <laughs> I need to get myself out of these groups. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Pretty I try soon. to stay away from my. I last the longest I've lasted staying away is three days. I imagine that's what it's like for a crackhead trying to get themselves off of drugs. Dude, I go I go on there sometimes just to see what people are buying, just to see what's you know, just the you know troll. And I'm on there, and all of a sudden they put their put shit. Oh fuck! I need this. <laughs> I, I know it. It's horrible. I horrible. The, I saw the double vision, and I go, "Oh, you dick!" And then they put up uh, Jefferson Starship Modern Times. Oh, you suck! And then they put up Heart uh, Magazine. I go, "Oh, stop it!" <laughs> and then they and then they they text me and go, "Hey guy, I got these albums for you, man." I go, "You jerks!" <laughs> They ask you what you want to go look for, and I personally find some stuff like I got Van Halen too, and um, another Van Halen some, he found for me, and a yes big generator, and I go, damn you! <laughs> nice. I have almost completed my Van Halen collection. Um, the only one I need is fair warning. I've got one. I've got two. I've got Women and Children First. A uh, Diver Down just came. I got 1984. I need Women and Children First, or uh, 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 fuck, uh, fair warning. So yeah, what I need, I just, well, and a different kind of truth. Yeah, I need a different kind of truth and uh, and Diver Down now. Nice. Yeah, I just picked up Diver Down. I believe that was in Vinyl Seconds from uh, that Ted guy. Not Ted Allred, but another guy. Yeah, you beat me to it. He's going, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens. They had a, and there was some hair metal album that was out of the day. And I was like, God damn it, missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking, um. I know I'm looking for them to put up the first crew. <laughs> oh, I know. Too Fast for Love. That'll be gone in like milliseconds. Yeah, well, they put up freaking a, a record the other day. It was just too expensive. I, I couldn't take it. I wanted it so bad. I think it was, you already have it. 
Live After Death was like 30 bucks. I go, dude, that's too, that's, I, I owe too much already. I can't get it. <laughs> yeah. That's well worth it, though. I actually picked that up a couple months ago. Great, great album. Yeah. Well, let's let's get back on track, man. We're just talking about our love for vinyl, man. That's what we do here, man. It's freeform. We do what we want. <laughs> Absolutely. And, hey, that's a good talk anyway. Talk about vinyl. I'll talk about that shit all day. Yeah, vinyl is <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, I just, I just gotta, I gotta slow down, man. I need to start saving money and paying my bills off. <laughs> right, right. I gotta go to New York vinyl. City next, or not next month, but the month after, March, March 18th, Thrash or Die is coming back to New York City. Yeah. And um, last time they were supposed to be up here was last year, and they uh, canceled. Because um, they had to, you know, shit happens. And uh, I was listening to the Dr. Fuck show the other day there on ThatMetalStation.com, and he's the singer of Thrasher Diary, for those of you that don't know. But um, Alex Marquez, also known as Thunderhammer, the drummer, was there with him, and he was joking about, yeah, we're not going to be able to make it, Nate. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we're actually going to take the kids down to New York that weekend. We'll go down there Friday night and... Uh, chill out Saturday we're going to you know go see the sights and such and we're going to make sure we get a hotel in a nice part of the city hmm. <laughs> I am not going to leave them across the river while we go to a damn show in Queens yeah <laughs> so we're going to we're, we're going to put out some money for this damn thing but we're going to use it as a weekend vacation as well as uh me going to see Ralph and Thrasher die yeah so um was I going to say so is the pizza in New York as good as everybody says it is or is that I have I have never been there. I couldn't tell you. Oh, shit. Well, you're going there now? <laughs> I know, right? I know they do big-ass slices, but it's a thinner crust. I like a, a... In between Chicago deep dish and a thin crust is what I like. I like it to be thick, but I don't need six inches of crust either. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'll find out. I'll have to go to a pizza joint while I'm down there. Yeah, I heard Dr. Fuck said he was going to play there. I've been bugging him for, for a couple of years now. Get your ass to California, man. I want to see it. He's going to Vegas, you know, if you heard his uh, uh, the yeah, podcast. He's going to see King Diamond. Yeah, he's going to go see King Diamond, which I don't care for, but he's cool, man. If you guys like him, you know, I have no I have no ill will against anybody who doesn't like anything I like, even though Ralph says you so. kind of sounds stuck up. And I go, I'm not stuck up. I just have an opinion, and sometimes maybe I'm not tactful in the way I say it. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. yeah, well, that shit happens. I, I'm a huge King Diamond fan, and that son of a bitch never gets close enough to me. Uh, the last time he was touring, because this is just a one-time show, as far as I'm, as far as I know. But uh, he, he's been doing this, you know, Abigail in its entirety, and I love that album. It's the only album that, when I was a kid, I listened to ever gave me nightmares. Dang. So I recommend that when you're a young kid, not to, uh, especially growing up in the church, like 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 we did. You don't listen to evil shit when you're trying to fall asleep. <laughs> but uh, they, they never get around here, so it's, it's it's badass. I think they were in New York City at some club, and I was like, man, I'm not driving down there, which is hilarious because we'll drive down there to see Thrasher die. So, you know, what the hell do I know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw, speaking of that album, Abigail, I saw it was on sale on one of those vinyl sites for like 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. You got it? You're the one who bought it? Yeah. No, no, no. I've, I already have it. I bought the uh, 180 gram reissue. Oh, okay. So as, as long as I have the album, I'm not so quick to go and buy it a second time, unless it's a shit copy. Like I have got to rebuy Cheap Trick Live at Budokan oh, I need because that. the one that I have is just you can't even see grooves anymore. You're lucky the needle slides across it the right way. <laughs> 
Hey, I just got cheap trick and color in vinyl, and that freaking just kicks ass. Nice. I've only got a couple there. I know I have a. Uh... The one with the flame on there and Don't Be Cruel. I've also got Dream Police. I like and, uh, and yeah, I don't hate it. It's uh, not as good mm. as I remembered it back in the day, but Dream Police is way better. And, you know, Budokan is just, that's classic. Well, on that album with the, the Don't Be Cruel and stuff, I love the song Never Had a Lot to Lose. Right, right? That's a great Yeah, like track. I said, it's, yeah. it's not a bad album at all. It, it was just, it's not your uh, typical cheap trick. A lot of people were jumping on a on a different kind of sound at that time, mm -hmm. especially bands around the 70s and, you know, for lack of a better term, trying to stay relevant. Although a band like Cheap Trick should never have to think of itself as staying relevant because they're a brilliant goddamn band. But they still have their own sound, though. It's still They absolutely do, man. I got that latest <laughs> disc they dropped, so I didn't buy the vinyl, but I got the CD, Bam, Shoot, Pow, whatever it's called. Yeah. And it's a great album, man. I love that song, Blood Red Lips. Yeah, it's a great album, man. I love it, man. I love everything by Cheap Director. I, there, there's albums I, I could take or leave, but I still like it. You know, I like, uh, I think Woke Up With A Monster is like one of their best ones. And that was like, uh, a lot of people don't like that album for some reason. Nice. And see, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a casual Cheap Trick fan. You know, I knew their hits. You know, so obviously I bought Budokan because it's got their hits. And then I just kept hearing this great stuff about Dream Police. So, you know, I got that. And, wow, that's amazing. You know, as far as my CDs go, I've got, you know, the, the those playlist CDs. Have you seen those playlist CDs out there? that are, They'll have some hits in there, but they'll also have some deep cuts, like 20 songs. So I've got that CD, and I've got that latest CD they put out. So I'm not a huge Cheap Trick fan, but at the same time, I've never heard anything I didn't like. Yeah, you should have... Uh... Did you get the complete Budokan? Yeah, yeah, I got the double live album. Nice, because they got the complete one now, which is freaking... I remember uh, Ralph and Ian talking about it. Like, He said he'd, he loves the original Budokan because it's from his childhood, you know? He says, but the complete one is a lot better. <laughs> oh, shit, I might have to, I might have to look it up then. Um, check, yeah. check my vinyl out after this, because um, I've got the original one, whatever, whatever came out original. You don't have any red on the cover? It's just them, the two on the stage, or Robin. yeah, yeah, yeah. It has red in it. It's the complete recordings, the complete concert, because they cut it out because of vinyl back then. But they uh, released it a few years ago, the complete show, and it's freaking awesome. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. Find somebody that has all the cheap trick stuff and have them Dropbox it to me. Well, I could Dropbox that to you. Hint, 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 hint. <laughs> I could Dropbox that to you. All right, well, let's get into this album, man. I know. Quit changing the subject, fucker. <laughs> Beastie Boys, licensed to ill. In case you guys forgot, since we've been talking a lot about our vinyl addictions, our crack, our crack addiction. Okay, we got the first track, rhyming and stealing. What do you think of this one? I dig it. I think it's a solid opening track. Um, especially now, uh, when I first heard the album, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Um, it, it's funny because it's got it's really got silly lyrics but it's really a classic tune i love the black sabbath sampling in it i, I just i dig it great great album or a great great song it's got the black sabbath sabbathing sampling and the led zeppelin with bonzo's drums right that's boy this is just riddled with sampling all the way through mm -hmm. it this is what they used to do back in the 80s a lot man until these started getting caught and had to pay for it <laughs> i know and isn't it funny that uh, everyone was all over 
Puff Daddy for using uh, Zeppelin on that, whatever that freaking song was from Godzilla or whatever. And it's like, but bitch, you like the Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but the thing is, people get mad at Jimmy Page for, for doing that. And when he wouldn't, like, uh, he sued the Beastie Boys, you know. <laughs> it's like, hey, pay me my money, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I guess. You Jimmy know, Page I, is I, all over this album. <laughs> I guess at least Puff Daddy asked permission. Yeah. He didn't try to vanilla ice it and try to say, no, I added an extra note. You know, Queen did, 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 but no, I went did 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 No, bitch, you can't just put one extra note and say you didn't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, this is a freaking awesome song. I like the drum beat when it comes in. And you know it's Zeppelin. Back then, I really didn't know it was Zeppelin, but now I know. Listen to it, I go, wait, I know that song. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 amazing these guys did anything because. I guess at minimum, rappers these days do try to come up with original beats, although mm -hmm. I guess it's kind of hard to come up with anything original anymore. But boy, when you look through all the credits for all the samples that were taken, it's like, what is it, Fight for Your Right to Party is the only thing they did that was original? Yeah. <laughs> so in this song, the samples, well, I already knew that from the drum beat, is when the levee breaks, uh, Sweet Leaf by Black Sabbath, and I Fought the Law by The Clash in this song. I know, and I heard that, and I, you know, I kept listening, listen, listening. I, I, I didn't hear I fought the law. It doesn't mean it's not there. It just means I didn't necessarily hear it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really hear the sweet leaf, but now you're saying it. Yeah, it's sweet leaf. I heard when the levee breaks because I know that drum beat. I'm just waiting for the harmonica to come in. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, yeah. that's the whole guitar. Down, down. Yeah. Down, down. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Sabbath all day long. Yeah. And then we get into track two, four, two, three, and one. It's a new style. What do you think of this one? <laughs> There's a lot of sampling on this track as well. It's funny because the sampling bothers me a lot you know, as I've gone through this thing. It, it is funny because this isn't the most sampled uh, uh, song on here, but it, it doesn't do it for me. It's not a bad song. It's not a great song. I hate that. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. That's annoying. So, this one, I, I I can skip it. Yeah, I, I don't like the, oh, 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 but I do like it. And uh, let's get it. The samples on this song are Drop the Bomb by Trouble Funk, Cool is Back by Funk INC, Peter Piper by Run DMC, 2-3 Break by the B-Boys. <laughs> so, they basically uh, sampled their own people on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least Run DMC was good. Another New York City uh, rap rap act. Yeah, I love Run. These are the only two. I like Eminem. I, I gotta say, I like Eminem. He makes me laugh. And that's how I, really how I got into Beastie Boys, because they were freaking funny. The video for Fight, to your, Fight for Your Right. That was freaking hilarious, especially... Well, I'll just talk about that when we get into that track. Sure, sure. Yeah, because I'm with you. Yeah, and then we get in She's Crafty. What do you think of this one? Well, this one, I kind of like the Zeppelin sampling. It's got real funny lyrics. You know, talking about... Uh, Robin a blind, you know, bringing some chick to his house. <laughs> it, it, it's really funny stuff. It's it's absolutely silly. It, it's a good song. I definitely don't skip this one. She's crafty. She gets around. <laughs> yeah, and the sample is the ocean by Led Zeppelin. I, I absolutely. I love this song. It's a freaking great song. Ad Rock to let you guys know is my favorite of the Beastie Boys. 
Ad-Rock I can't. Is, I I don't know who was who when I'm listening to them. Ad Rock is the high guy, high pitched one. MCA is the gravel, the gravelly, gravelly one, and the smooth one is um, dang Mike D. <laughs> Jock and Mike D to my dis. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this track and I, I leads up with Rick and South Killer in this one. And then we get into the next track. Yeah, my stupid phone. It's Posse a, and Effect. Posse and Effect. What do you think of yeah. this one? I think the hi-hat intro is kind of cool. And that's about all the positive I can say about that song. <laughs> I, I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's okay. And, uh, um, I believe I like the the beginning where it goes yes yes y'all and you don't stop you know I like that and that, I, that's every rap song from 1983 <laughs> to 1989. Hey, these were MC MCs, not rappers. You know, I think they had a thing where you, they had a song on their later album. They said uh, too many M- I said too many rappers, not enough MCs. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I like it if you put it in your car. It bumps it goes boom. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't do the boom, boom. I did a. I like, I like the high trouble, man. <laughs> and then uh, um, the samples in this one is "Catch a Groove" by Juice, Pee Wee's "Dance" by Jaroski Love, "Change the Beat" female version by Beside. Then we get into "Slow Ride." What do you think of this one? Slow ride. I love the low rider sample throughout the song. Lyrically, it's silly, but uh, that's early Beastie Boys and I, I didn't listen to a lot of Beastie Boys after this album in fact I think anything I know after this is only that radio hit uh, Intergalactic Planetary oh, wow. um, I like the song and the silly lyrics so it's a good song I dig it yeah it's a good song I dig it too man it's silly that's what I like about the Beasties they got later I think the next album they got more serious they get they did Shake Your Rump and they got a little bit uh, but I think they started getting Stop being childish and started being more adults. And this was the thing that got me with them. They were hilarious, man. True story. Well, that's like Eminem, man. His first three albums were brilliant. Then after that, he decided to go like gangster. And it's like, you know what, man? No, I'm done. Yeah, I like the, <laughs> the fun. They were fun. And then the the samples in this is Lowrider by War, Down on the Avenue by Fat Larry's Band. And it, I didn't really hear this in here, but I love this song, Take the Money and Run by Steve Miller, man. I didn't. I know. It's probably like a quick little bass run or something. I. It's funny because when you when you look these things up and see what, what they're sampling on everything, you're like, son of a bitch. Now i got to go back and try to find it. Yeah. Some of these samples, I never heard of any of these bands, Fat Larry's, and I don't even know who the hell that is. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm into sure. the hip-hop rap uh, scene, I guess. A more metal, hard rock, and... An 80s pop and 60s and 70s pop, you know. <laughs> oh, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, and then we get into my my favorite, one of my favorite songs on this album because it's hilarious. Is Girls, and there's no sampling on this one. So, what do you think of this one? That's funny you said that. I wish you could see my notes. My notes say one of my favorites on the album. <laughs> 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 you know, what is that? Is that a xylophone? That is just fucking genius. It's great. They have a bass drum, a snare drum, and a xylophone. I love that vocal lace uh, bass line. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> it 
chucking my tea to my dismay. <laughs> and I love that. Girls would do the laundry. Yeah. It's up so sexist. I love that shit. <laughs> to cook the dinner, to clean up my room. <laughs> it's a great tune. I, I really do love that song. It's, it's stupid. I shouldn't like it. I should be shitting all over this song. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant in its simplicity. I love it. It's freaking hilarious. I love it. I like to bomb bomb like you do, and you know, girls to clean up my. <laughs> these guys. Who the are hell uses sick. a xylophone as your lead instrument? That's that's great. Well, these guys that's can play great. can play instruments, man. They were a punk rock, a four piece punk rock band before they went to a three piece uh, rappers. So. Yeah, I know. I I had seen them perform "Fight to Your Right." With the three of them playing instruments, so I was like, "What? What?" Yeah, <laughs> I was play, just thrown off. They like a lot of hard rock and classic. That's why they sample it. <laughs> sure, absolutely. I think that's why we like it because they got the they got the they got the sound. You know, they got our sound Abs in there. And then we absolutely. get then we get to the biggest hit off this album, which is kind of overplayed, but I don't get tired of it. Fight for your right. What do you think? Favorite song on the album. It's the song that made me a Beastie Boys fan, at least of this album. I love that guitar riffage. I love the energy. I love the lyrics. It's a brilliant way to take metalheads and turn them into rap fans, which isn't too shabby for three Jewish white kids from New York City. I know, man. It's freaking hilarious. Ad Rock, Mike D, and MCA, man. <laughs> and then their real names are Horowitz and... <laughs> stuff like that and and this song is like kind of like a, a it's like a metal song man it has like dad hypocrite smokes two packs a day <laughs> you know it's like no it's 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 a great tune great tune it like i said my favorite 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 on the album yeah there's a part in there where it goes mom threw away your best porno mag mag and then you're yeah. pussy <laughs> real quick <laughs> and it was on mtv you could still did they say pussy when i was a kid I go, oh my god they got right they got they got that through <laughs> <laughs> slipped it in it was, it's like uh the who with uh who are you they go who the fuck are you you know and they've still played on radio <laughs> absolutely you, you do things the right way you can sneak it by yeah and then they snuck it and i what is it um isn't carrie king on lead guitar on this no 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 it would be the next song the next song oh i thought he was just in the video on that one no oh, okay and then yeah this song is freaking awesome when i was a kid man this is what got me into them i bought the cd with my own money this and docking at the same time because they didn't have beatles out at this time i would have bought Beatles, Sgt. Peppers. I know you don't like the Beatles, Nate. <laughs> it's not that I don't like them. I just think they're overrated. Uh, I mean, come on. This is the band who my favorite song is, fucking Octopus's Garden. What the hell are they talking about? <laughs> you know, I and, and the funny thing is, I love early Beatles. Yeah, love, love me, do yeah. shit, and help, and I, I love all that stuff. Once they started eating mushrooms or, you know, free basin or whatever the hell it was they were doing, they got really weird. I was always more of a Stones fan. I think that uh, I, I will give the Beatles this credit. They probably are the greatest band ever, but the Stones are the greatest rock and roll band ever. I agree with that. I like the Stones and the Beatles, but a lot of the Stones bore me. The only thing that really bores me about the Beatles is the White Album. The White Album, there's like half of it I could take or leave. 
you know, like freaking Revelation number nine, number nine, number nine. But what the fuck is that? But I do like <laughs> I am drugs. The That's what that is. Drugs. <laughs> I do love I am the walrus. You know, I'm Eggman. Cuckoo, cachoo, cuckoo. <laughs> yes. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> You've got to be on drugs to sing something like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I but no, like it's, it's, it's funny. As I've gotten older, I, I'm gaining a bigger appreciation for the Beatles. I did not like them when I was younger. The only Beatles albums in my house growing up, my dad had that red one and the blue one, the, the two greatest hits albums, the two double albums. He had those, so I got to hear all the, the early 60s stuff when they first came out, or early mid-60s, and then it had all the, you know, the druggy stuff as they were coming out. Um, but as I've gotten older, I, I appreciate the Beatles a lot more. And in fact, um, I did break down and I bought that Beatles CD number ones because that's all I really care to listen to. But I have a couple Beatles albums in my collection now. I do have Abbey Road. I do have Meet the Beatles. You know, so I don't hate them. I've tried to grab the White Album because that's probably the greatest album ever written. I just can't afford that son of a bitch. <laughs> I got it. It's kind of beat up, though. I got it for free. And it even nice. has the four place cart, like four, four, four pictures of them. And it gave you like four pictures of the, each beetle inside of it. It's pretty cool. I was going, oh crap, that's in there. Oh, nice. nice. Somebody gave no. my ex mother in law gave me her her husband's record collection. It's kind of beat up, but it plays. And I just got a record cleaner, so maybe it'll make it take some of those crackles out. <laughs> oh, what'd you get that spin clean? No, I just bought like a brush that comes with distilled water, and you just anti-static brush and I brush I can't afford that spin clean right now I want that son of a bitch so bad that's what I got I got a brush with the solution and blah 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 blah, blah. I'm, it, I'm so lazy I'll just like you know what I'll just deal with the snaps and pops and then clean my needle off I just put <laughs> I just put the um, put it on the record player and just go on it lightly as it's spinning <laughs> well that's how you're supposed to do it yeah so and then we get into um, No Sleep Till Brooklyn which is one of my favorite songs off this album too. What do you think? <laughs> Second favorite on the album. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, a beer. <laughs> I like the way the the rhymes flow. Uh, the guitar sample is sick, and Carrie King's guitar solos fucking ridiculous. I love I love this song. I think it's a great song. I, it's funny because when they released a video, it was it was an attack on glam rock. <laughs> which is absolutely hilarious and the song title itself they said is a is a spoof on motorhead's no sleep till hammersmith album you know and, and as a fan of metal i want to say fuck you <laughs> but the other side of that says well played bitches well played yeah. and the cool thing is you got carrie king playing a guitar solo because rick rubin was producing both of those bands simultaneously you know he's producing you know, Beastie Boys and Slayer. I don't. I don't know. This guy's obviously a horror. He probably would have produced fucking Barry Manilow too. He did know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, those are the complete opposite sides of the spectrum. And the, and the I, I got this rap band and this heavy fucking devil worshiping thrash band. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's it's badass song. Second favorite on the album. I don't think it hits as hard as uh, Fight for Your Right, but it's a different kind of song. So it stands on a song. Great tune. Great tune. Yeah, I, I just love the song and the solo is kick ass, man. I don't. Both up. I don't really care for for uh, Slayer. I really can't stand Tom Ar- Armella's voice, Arella or Arella or whatever it is. His Araya. voice just sounds like somebody chewing rocks. 
to me. Yeah. And I just can't stand it. So maybe I would have been into Slayer, but then I probably would have read the lyrics and probably got out of them. <laughs> so. Yeah, see, uh, for me, lyrically, I, I didn't get away from anything if it said stuff that I didn't agree with. I, what I always tried to do was just, okay, what are you really trying to say? Because a lot of times you read something, if it doesn't, if it just looks like it doesn't conform to your beliefs, you're automatically turned off by it. And, and to be honest, I was turned off by Slayer for a long time because I grew up in the church. I was like, oh, you know, they're devil worshipers. They're really not. It's just it happens. You know, when they tend to write music that is religious in, in ideals, these guys are so sick of religion being shoved down the throat that it tends to look like it's going the other way. And plus, you got to remember, in the 80s, it was all about that shock factor. We were trying to piss off the PMRC and all them. Yep. So if you put a pentagram on an album and called it South of Heaven, you fucking just threw a shot across the bow of the moral majority. And I am okay with that. I love the Dead Kennedys. And when you read their lyrics, I tell you what, I read Jello by Afro's lyrics. I'm like, this motherfucker is batshit crazy. And people, like, even even Wadzilla, Ian Wadley's like, I can't believe you like the Dead Kennedys. Because he knows I'm conservative-leaning. <laughs> and and yeah. Jello is not. <laughs> Same thing with the uh, with uh, the Sex Pistols. The one guy's uh, very liberal, Johnny Rotten. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's off there. Johnny Lydon, Johnny Rotten, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I just never liked the Sex Pistols. Love the Sex Pistols. Them. Yeah, maybe Anarchy in the UK I could get into, but for some reason my friend just played it so much and I couldn't stand it. <laughs> Bodies, Bodies is great and it's funny because uh, it to me it sounds like an anti-abortion song. Now, Johnny Rotten or Johnny Lydon, when he was Public Image Limited, says it's not an anti-abortion song, but you listen to those lyrics, sounds anti-abortion to me. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I have no idea because I haven't really heard them. <laughs> I tell you what, do be this solid. Listen to that song, Sex Pistols, Bodies. And uh, listen to the studio recording, not the live, because it's kind of hard to understand them in the live. Because I've got Filthy Euchre live. And it's uh, if you don't know the band, if you're not familiar with them, it, it doesn't come across the same way. Bodies is my all-time favorite Sex Pistols song. And it's probably because of my upbringing and my... You know, anti-abortion stance. Nice. And then we get into one of my all-time favorites off this album again is Paul Revere. What do you think of this one? That's an all-time favorite? Man, uh... Yeah. It's the, the rap. You know, here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. Yeah, that, that seems silly to me. It's it, it's weird musically. I, I like it. I uh, I couldn't tell you what the fuck it's about. Me and a horsey named Paul Revere be my horsey in the court of beer, and they go in and rob and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's out there. I don't I don't hate the song. I, yeah. But it's this is this is definitely a rap slash hip hop song, and even to this day, if it doesn't jump out at me, I I, I just I can't do it. I don't hate it. This is not one that I skip. It's yeah. not like that. What the fuck is that one I talked about earlier that I just skip? Yeah. Oh, that new style. Yeah. Um, no, it's not one that I skip. I appreciate it, but man, it's just weird. It's weird. It's got a. It's got a weird beat, and it's go. But I like the story they're talking about. Looking for a girl, I ran into a guy. He said his name is NCA. I said Audi. He said hi. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, you understand when, when you're going through this album, you understand why they're going to call it Don't Be a Faggot. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I'm saying that word for all you little sissy snowflakes that might get offended by that word. But uh, that's what they were going to call it. But as you're listening to this album, there's a lot of, <laughs> frankly, homophobic goddamn content in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I don't, and I don't agree with homophobia. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to watch it, you know, but God, you whatever. Go be happy, whatever. But don't put it on me. Yeah, true. Yeah, I like this song. I just like the lyrical content. I really don't care for the music on the back. He says, you got it's the gun, weird. I got the brew. <laughs> this is the one where it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. It's like, that's, did they record the bass like backwards, like, like Danzig did for that song, Don't Speak? I, I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. I like it when he goes, I did it like this, I did it like that, I did it with a wiffle ball bat, so I'm on yeah. the run, the cop got my gun. <laughs> yeah, talking to, yeah, to the dad, yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a fucked up line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, did we get into track 10? Hold it now, hold it now, hit it, hit it. What do you think of this one? Uh, I think it's a good song, it's got a nice flow, uh, samples again all over the place. The funniest thing about this is... uh. They sample themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How the hell do you sample yourselves on a track? I <laughs> want to get some more money. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're going to pay ourselves while we're paying ourselves. <laughs> no, I, it, it's not a great song, but I, I do dig it. Yeah, I forgot to tell you the samples on Paul Revere. It's, it's Yours by Tila Rock and Jazzy J. Rockin' in the Pocket Live by Sharon. Don't know who the hell those guys are. Maybe Jazzy J is the guy who was with the Fresh Prince. <laughs> oh, no, that was Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff. Ah, oh, see, I'm out of it. <laughs> oh, I, I love Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah, I like them too, man. <laughs> <laughs> summer, summertime. <laughs> Our parents just Fuck don't that, understand. Dude, I go back to take it from me, girls ain't nothing but trouble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, too. <laughs> Yeah, hold it I used to DJ off the rapper band with Nightmare on My Street. Uh, parents just don't understand. Oh yeah, I had all that stuff. Yeah, they were good, and I even loved the show of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That was cool too. I did. Will Smith was great. Yeah, and then we get and then the samples on this. Hold it now. Hold it now. Hit it. Is Take Me to the Mardi Gras by Bob James. Funky stuff. Cool in the gang. I know who they are. The Return of Leroy by Jimmy Caster Bunch. La di da di by Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. Christmas rapping. Oh, oh, oh that's la di da di. La di da di. Okay, I was just going <laughs> la di da. Oh yeah, yeah I Dougie get it. I Fresh see now. Slick Rick, I remember them. And then Christmas rapping by Curtis Blow. I heard of him. And then drop the bomb and let's get small by Trouble Funk. And then time to get ill by the Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I know from the same record. <laughs> It's like they didn't sample something from that first song they had released back in 82 independently. It's like, you know what, we're just going to record this, and we'll sample this shit for another song. Remember that song Spanish Fly they did? That was a cool song. That was before this album. Yeah. The, they craziness. had a video for it where they're on the beach getting all these women horny. <laughs> That's funny. Three skinny Jewish guys, yeah. Yeah. Freaking killer. <laughs> they're killer, man. I have their greatest hits, and... Uh, and freaking, I lo I just love them. There's I there's some albums I could do without, but freaking, 
their last album to the Five Burrows is pretty good. I like that they had a vid- they had a funny video in there with talking about Captain Kirk and stuff. <laughs> they were back to the old shit. I love nice. That. I haven't heard anything after this album except for, like I said, that intergalactic planetary. I couldn't yeah. tell you what it's on. I know that our local rock station up here still plays intergalactic planetary, and I'm like, but no, that's not even rock rap. That's just yep. straight hip hop. Yep, sure is. And then we get into, I think the song that everybody likes because everybody, every, if I sing this and everybody starts singing with me, it's so catchy. Brass Monkey. What do you think of this one? <laughs> it's a great tune. Um, I, I don't know what the fuck a brack, uh, brass monkey is, but those horns are crazy because it's almost like they're just blowing random nuts. It's just it's weird. I, I love it. I think it's a great song. I mean, who the hell don't know brass monkey? That funky monkey. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a drink because they said a port of brass monkey into a cup. So. I don't know. It's crazy must be a trick to get them really high (laughs) yeah i love this song it's like a big sing-along song man yeah because he says you drink brass monkey this is how you feel it's a drink (laughs) nice yeah and then we get into slow and low oh wait the sample in brass monkey was bring it here by wild sugar i don't know who they are sound familiar but then we get into slow and low what do you think of this one this is another good tune. Um, they sample ACDC flick of the switch here. And, and and they really only do it for like, you know, just one guitar. Not not even a lick, not even a riff, just a sound, like a chord. Um, I like that it's kind of a slower tempo. Uh, but the hi-hat is, I mean, it's moving. It Cool lyrics, great song. I actually dig the shit out of this. Yeah, that's a freaking cool song. Yeah, they sample... Uh... Flick of the Switch by ACDC and Eighth Wonder by the Sugar Hill Gang. I've heard of them. Sugar uh, Hill Gang, you know who Sugar Hill is. Not a hip, a hip, a hip, a hip. Yep. You know the old lady from Wedding Singer. I don't, I don't, I'm not uber familiar with the song, but that that's the Sugar Hill Gang. They were the first rap group to come out. Yeah. Or, them, to, or to make it big, rather. Them and the Furious Five with White Lines. I think Furious Five did White Lines or something. What? I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't know either. And then we get into the final song that was sampled earlier on this album, which was Time to Get Ill. What do you think of this one? Time to Get Ill. It's really not a bad end of the album at all. The most sampling occurs on this song. I mean, come on. We have the Mr. Ed theme song. (laughs) (laughs) By Jay Livingston. (laughs) Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. We got ACDC. We got CCR. Zeppelin, Cool of the Gang, Sting Miller Band, it's all over the place. Yep. It's a cool song. I get so caught up in all the different fucking shit that I hear in there that I couldn't tell you what it's about. I just know that I love it. And unlike a lot of albums that, you know, you would think you would want to go out with a bang for your last track, and they don't, this one actually works. I dig it, I dig it, I dig it. It's a great tune. Even got down down on the corner by CCR. Barry White's in here with "I'm gonna I'm gonna love just you a little more, baby." Custard pies, Zeppelin. You already said like rock and roll. Nothing nothing for nothing from Billy Preston. Gucci time by Schooly D. Take the money and run. Steve Miller. Flick of the switch again. Green Acres is even in here. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Rocket in the pocket. 
it's a lot of stuff they sampled earlier in the album too. That's pretty cool. But they put a Green Acres and Mr. Ed. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's an original thing in this song at all, except for the lyrics. <laughs> he just went nuts on there. What's the time? It's time to get ill. Yeah, this song kicks ass. What a great ending to this album. And I need to know what your third favorite song on here is, because I got Fight for Your Right, No Sleep to Brooklyn is one and two. What's your third? Well, see, that's actually funny, because I knew you were going to ask me about my three songs, and uh, No Sleep, what I what I put in here was Fight for Your Right, Slow and Low, and then either Time to Get Ill or No Sleep, your choice. Okay, let's do, uh, you want Slow and Low? Slow. Hell yeah. Slow and low. And then you have... Either Time, time to, to Get, get Ill or No Sleep. No Sleep is very radio friendly, just saying. Let's do No Sleep. <laughs> Got it. And do you have anything to promote? And I know you have some stuff to promote now. <laughs> I've always got stuff to promote. Um, my, uh, my radio show, every week, Sunday night, 9 p.m., Big Bushy Power Hour. Play a lot of, uh, you know, 80s hard rock and heavy metal. But I've also started doing a show with the boss, man, DJ Guilty, Scott Green. He asked me to co-host a show with him. It worked very well. And in that show, Guilty by Association was killed. And uh, the Knights of the Turntable were bored. It's a, it's a talk show. Right now, we're still looking for a third guy to do it with us. But so far, we're just having a guest, you know, guest DJ on with us every week. Three-hour talk show. You know, we play games, we bullshit, we, uh, uh, well, of course we play metal, it's not all talk. It's a great time, that's on Sundays at 12 p.m., which is noon, Eastern Standard Time. Cool, man, and Scott Green is, you got, he's buying, he's like competing with us now on the vinyl. <laughs> yeah, that little son of a bitch, we're doing the show Sunday, and he's like, yeah, I'm waiting for Needle the Groove to start posting, I Wait, motherfucker, we're here doing a show and you're over there on Facebook? What are you doing? I know, man. He's picked up a lot of good shit, though, man. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I messaged him. I said, I thought you were Mr. Hardcore Metal. He says, I like all music. And I said, good good job. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing is most of us like all music. There's stuff yeah. we absolutely hate, but most most everybody likes everything. Yeah. I was right, so I got excited when I saw Garth Brooks release a new album. I went out and bought the CD right away. Yeah, I bought that for my girlfriend, and I kind of like it now. Don't tell her about it, though. She might make me listen to it more. Oh, no, it's good. Um, I, I've liked Garth Brooks since he first came out. Yeah, I liked when, when The Thunder Rolls, whatever that song was. That was a pretty good song. Yeah, Thunder I, Rolls off of No Fences. Great album. Yeah, what about that one he did under a pseudonym name? Uh, he did uh, Stop Children, What's That Sound? <laughs> He did, right, he did a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, man, I, was sure, I wish I could remember what that was called. Forgot the name. That's, that's actually the only album I don't have. That was a pretty big album for him, too. It worked. Yeah, it was uh, like supposed to be almost like a movie soundtrack, which I don't even know if they released that movie. But, yeah, it was, it was really good. Come on, people now. Shine on your brother. Everybody get together. Gotta love one another right now. He even it's wore good a, stuff. He even wore a wig and tried to look different. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was all a big marketing scheme, but it it was great because he was trying to get a little bit away from the country thing, just to do something different for one album. I, I could have sworn that was supposed to be a soundtrack to something, man. I, I can't remember the name of Save My Life. Uh -huh. Yeah, man. Um, well, do you have any uh, albums you'd like to suggest for our fans? Well, right sure. now, well, albums, uh, yeah, my collection. Um, 
<laughs> there, there's an album that uh, I don't have on vinyl, but I do have the CD, and it has not left my truck in three weeks. Uh, so, you know, every time I'm driving to work or to the store or whatever, I'm listening to it. Black Sabbath Volume 4. <coughs> Holy hell, I forgot how great this album was. I mean, this is the album that brought us Changes, and this is the album that brought us uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Only the greatest Tony Iommi riff ever written, and I can't remember it because that damn thing's still out in my truck and not sitting in front of me. Drives me insane. But yeah, uh, 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 Black Sabbath Volume 4. If, you, if you're a Black Sabbath fan, if you're a metal fan, you should definitely check that album out. Yeah, that's a great album. I, I like it. I'm trying to look it up for you right now. Yeah, I know. I'm on it right now. Supernaut. There it is. Okay. That, that's that's the big hit. That and changes. But there's so... You know, Tomorrow's Dream is awesome. Snowblind, Cornucopia, Laguna Sunrise, one of the greatest instrumentals ever made. St. Vitus Dance. You know, Under the Sun, Every Day Comes and Goes. Great, great album. Well, I'm going to go a little bit more uh, modern. and to go with the 2013 debut album by the Winery Dogs. Freaking, this is a great freaking album. It's got uh, Portnoy from Dream Theater on drums, Mike Portnoy, uh, Billy Sheehan from Daily Roth Band, and Mr. Big on bass, and it has Richie Kotzen on vocals and lead guitar player. He was a Mr. Big, Poison Native Tongue. He's got a shit ton of solo records out there. It's kind of bluesy and rocky, but fuck, this band is just excellent musicians. It's like you can't go wrong with this three-piece. And they have two albums out, in fact. They got the first one with self-titled Winery Dogs, and they got the second one, 2015 Hot Streak, which they just got off tour, tour with. And it's freaking a great, great two albums, man. I'll, I'll recommend both of them. If you guys like progressive blues, just freaking great musicianship, great singing from Richie Kotzen. He actually sang some songs with uh, on Mr. Big's albums because uh, the singer goes, man, you need to sing some stuff too, <laughs> you know. Kind of made Mr. Big more bluesy when he got into him, but it was pretty good when he took over for, I uh, can't remember the guitar player's name, Mr. Big, but he's a fucking awesome guitar player, too. Um, <laughs> he's got some good solo shit out, too, if you want to check him out, if I can remember his name. <laughs> nice, yeah, I have no idea. I wasn't a huge Mr. Big fan. I, I remember, like, one song from back in the day, but I am well-versed in Billy Sheehan, and I am well-versed in... Uh, uh, Mike Portnoy between his Dream Theater, his uh, Avenged Sevenfold stint, and uh, fuck, has he? Is he the one that's been playing with uh, Twisted Sister lately? Yeah, he's the one who took over for Twisted Sister to help help them uh, in their finish career. up that tour, their yeah. little farewell tour since AJ Pirro died. Yeah, and Richie Kotzen, I I like Native Tongue. I think it's a good album. Yeah, there's a lot of people looking for that on vinyl right now. <laughs> you can say Native Tongue, Native Tongue. Yeah, I'm still looking for the first find. two poisons you already grabbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you got the one with the tongue out, and I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. I had that when it came out on uh, CD with the tongue, but I lost it. Yeah, that that sucks, because I, I bought the cassette too late. It was already gone. It, was, it had already been uh, banned by that point. But um, I also got the Striper to Hell with the Devil coming with the band cover. Yeah, somebody put that up too, and it's sealed with that cover for fifty bucks. I got ah, too out of my price range. No, uh, worth it. <laughs> it's out of my price range. <laughs> worth it. I spent fifty bucks on Trickster. I'd do that twice on Striper. Oh fuck, man! <laughs> I like Trickster. They're, they had a new album out two years ago. It's freaking good. 
Still I, I know nothing about it. I know that I like that song. Give it to me good. That's all I know. <laughs> they were like 16, 17-year-old, 18-year-olds on that album. I know. And it was 1990, and you know, hair metal was dying, and that was the best they had to offer, but I do dig that song. Yeah, it's a cool song. And just remember the guitar player of Mr. Big and Racer X, uh, Paul Gilbert. He's got some killer solo instrumental albums out there, too. If you like Joe Satriani and Steve Vai, Paul Gilbert's a freaking freak. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of those guys from back in the day took the time to really hone their craft. You know, Malmsteen, you know, Paul Gilbert. Hell, Reb Beach gets a lot of shit because he played with frickin' Winger, but have you heard his guitar licks and solos? George Lynch, there's so many great guitarists, but, you know, the the pinnacle was guys like Vi and Satch and Malmsteen, you know, and uh, um, what the hell did you just say? Paul Gilbert? Yeah, guys like him. You know, Marty Friedman, he, he, I don't think he fit Megadeth very well, but wow, what an amazing guitar player. Yeah, stop making that K-pop shit. Whatever you're doing, man. Oh, fuck. Stop making that shit. And freaking Paul Gilbert is a beast, and I suggest you go back and listen to the first Mr. Big album with I'm Addicted to That Rush. Reckon they got a lot of hard shit on there just because people heard them sing all I want to be with you. People freaking just pin them as a freaking shit, but they got freaking on on that same yeah, that, album. They got that's a song all called, I know by them. They got a song called "A Little Too Loose." It goes, "I got a little too loose in Oklahoma City. I didn't care if she was young. Didn't care if she was pretty." <laughs> Nice. Sounds like a Steel Panther song for Christ's sake. <laughs> go, go and plus it has your your mama, your 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 daddy, your, your brother, your lover, and your little boy. So I'll be your daddy, your lover, your brother, and your little boy. Because wow, and then they play the electric drill solo, both of them, she and and uh, and Paul Gilbert in that song. Go with electric drills, dude. Nice, nice. Oh, Called the electric drill song at the in parentheses. Check it out, dude. I know you'll like it, man. He he's got a good rocking voice. He's got a real low voice. He does a lot of crappy rock ballads, you know. But the rocking shit out does just freaking takes away from that, dude. It's like extreme, dude. Freaking uh, um, fuck extreme, dude. Fucking extreme, dude. On that album, they had that more than words. But then you have little Jack Horney. <laughs> this is my yeah. Album. I used to. <laughs> I, I used to have that album back in the day. Uh, I, I got rid of it. I gave it away or threw yeah. it away. As a, I, I, not not a fan. I hate Gary Sharon. Hate him. Is it because of Van Halen? No, because I thought that was really shitty too. <laughs> no, I just I don't dig it. They 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 were trying to be too all over the place, and at, and at the time I wasn't trying to be all over the place. I wanted to hear what I wanted to hear. Not a fan, I, and I dug the More Than Words album. I thought it was great, or song. I thought it was a great song. I mean, it was definitely very sissy, but Nudo Betancourt, great guitar player, and they just try to do all this weird funk stuff. I Yeah, I just... Uh, well, they did funk, progressive, and, like, acoustic. I thought it was freaking really good. And then Yeah, progressive I hate. I'm not a fan of prog rock at all. Uh, you didn't see all those Rush albums I just got? <laughs> yeah, I did see them. I've tried with Rush. I really have. Um, I do have one Rush album. In fact, you just got one that I have. It's the only Rush album I have. It's one with uh, Closer to the Heart on it. 
I, I love that song, and Xanadu, I guess, is the other one on it. Hemisphere, I think it's Hemispheres, right? Huh? Hemispheres? The one with no, the guy it's in the not brain? Hemispheres. No. It's something King or some shit I'm like gonna, that. I'm going to get made fun of because I forgot. <laughs> yeah, right? You're supposed to be this big Rush fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, not a huge fan. I don't do the prog rock thing. I've, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. People say, okay, now that you got the Farewell to Kings is the name yeah, of it, by the way. Yeah, Farewell to Kings, yeah. That's it. Um, that's the only rush I own. I was told to get that one because uh, it was either that one or Fly by Night when I was in a flea market. Yeah. And uh, Ralph and Ian both said, get Farewell to King. So I did. And it is good. I do enjoy it. 2112 is what I've heard is another one I should get. But you know what? Uh, the guy that goes on before me on Sunday nights played 2112. And I mean that 20 minute fucking song. And I was just aggravated. Because I'm sitting here waiting to go on air, and I'm like 10, 12, 15 minutes into my time. <laughs> like, you, uh, for this fucking shit, it's not even metal, it's not even party rock, nothing. And so, I, I will go and research more of them. As a rule, uh, I don't care about prog rock. Yeah, you don't like Yes either? Nope, not a fan of Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I to Yes, I say no. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Uh, thank you for coming on the show again, and we'll figure out another uh, album we'd like to review. Thank you, Nate. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate right, it. Man. God bless your family, man. And, and uh, like you say, it's snowing over there. You know, it's been raining here for two weeks. And, man, it ain't snow no more. It ain't snowing no more. It snowed here, no. man. It was snowing We got here. that snow. Remember what I was posting on Facebook? We got yeah. that two and a half feet. Yeah. I got grass, dude. <laughs> It, it rained. It got up to like 54 degrees. It's, it's 40 degrees right now over here. So it's river, crazy. I got a river flowing in front of my house at my uh, my girlfriend's parents' house, which is like about five minutes away. They got snow. Nice. <laughs> it's like like, nice. it's like like they say in that song, it never rains in California. It freaking pours, dude. <laughs> nice. <Good> have it. <laughs> it pours, man. People are getting accidents, flying off the freeways here. We're not used to this crap. Like like a six-year drought, man, and then we're just getting everything back at once. <laughs> Good. Y'all need it. I know you need it over there. Yeah, it's, but the freaking Democrats are freaking throwing 30 million gallons into the to make this fresh water fish survive. And what yeah. the fuck are you guys doing? And they won't give it to the farmers in the central California, which are dire need of water for their, to build our crops, man. It's silly. Sure, sure, because, you know, Fish are, are more important than, people. you know, people being able to eat. Yeah. <laughs> it's silly, man. All right, yeah, man. Well, well, God bless your family, man, and keep rocking, and I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Same to you and yours. All right. And you wanted me to play a song by Sammy Hagar, didn't you? I've done everything for you? No, no. Uh, what song? Uh, it wasn't a song. I sent you something and said that if you weren't offended by it, you could absolutely put it on there. And I'm going to include it on the, the next podcast that I do off of mine because I only do one show a month. Um, did you did you get that Facebook message said, listen and tell me what you think? Oh, I haven't listened to it yet. I've been totally busy. I, I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. And, and if, if it doesn't uh, rub you the wrong way, and I don't think it will, Okay. If you want to include that on there, it'll piss some people off. But it'll piss them off the way we like to piss them off, brother. All right. <laughs> All right, man. I'll check it out. All right. Uh, I actually played it at the end of my show last night. Um, after I played those two Sammy songs, that one came on. 
odd in here because I was already yeah um, I had to sneak it. it in <laughs> I had to sneak it in because uh, you're not supposed to be political um, uh, on the station because you could lose listeners that way and I I told everybody it's common it's political if you don't like it get the fuck off now <laughs> all right man well take it easy man all right brother you'll right. be good now talk to you next time all right bye all right.
Those are some kick-ass songs. Now I have some promos from some friends of mine. Take it away, guys. Hey, Headbangers, you want your own radio show? Well, you got it. On Thursday nights here on that metal station, join me on the Dr. Fuck Show. Go in the chat room, and I will make you my co-host. That's right. Everybody that joins me in the chat room, I discuss whatever you guys want to talk about. I'll mention your name. I'll say what you say, and we're going to go back and forth. And I'll even fucking play whatever request you want, unless it sucks. Then I ain't playing it because my show rules and only songs that rule is allowed right here on that metal station. The Dr. Fuck Show airs live Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Then they repeat it on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Hope to see you there. Well, no, no, fuck that hope. I better see you there, motherfucker. Hey, 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 DJ Big Bushy here. And if you like the beer cold, the women hot, and the music loud, then get your ass to the biggest party on that metalstation.com, the Big Bushy Power Hour, every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party with the biggest beer. Hey man, thank you guys for supporting the Freeform Rock Podcast. I just wanted you guys to do me a little favor. On the right hand, on the left hand side of the, my Podbean page, there's a link. It says Amazon link. Click that, and if you guys want to buy anything off Amazon, it, you don't cost you any more money to buy. It just gives me a little kickback, so I could upgrade this podcast for you guys because I do do it for free, and it helped me a lot, so I could upgrade and get mixers and stuff like that. And also, I just want to thank you guys for getting me over 2,000 downloads. I really appreciate that. I know it's still a small, budding podcast, but thank you guys and tell your friends about it. And also, join the Facebook page on Freeform Rock Podcast. I let everybody and anybody in who, who will contribute. And also, on the pinned post, it's my Amazon link also, guys. You guys have a great day, and God bless. <laughs>